Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Apex here at Alder Ridge in Woodinville. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and on today's show, which is brought to you by Apex Alder Ridge in Woodinville, we are going to be interviewing Sean, the tasting room manager here at Apex, to um, tell us about their two of their fabulous wines, and the first one is going to be our their Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, I'm going to be turning it over to Sean here in just a second so he can tell me about this wonderful wine. And uh, I hear that it got some fabulous, fabulous results. Sorry, we're trying to reach mics across the room. (laughs) Gotta love it, gotta love it. Today's show is brought to you by Apex as well as um, iCandy Lash Boutique in Kirkland. Mr. Sean, hello. Hi, how are you? I am fabulous. I love this weather. I know. It's finally sunny and beautiful, and it feels like summer in Seattle. Well, there's sunshine. I'm, like, shocked. <laughs> I'm so it's totally good shocked. sun here. I know. Well, and what I like about your tasting room is you have the windows all the way across, so you let in quite a bit of light. You sure do. It's awesome. Okay, so tell us what we're drinking here. So currently we are drinking the uh, 2006 Apex Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, and you are right, we just got some great acclaim on this wine. Uh, last month we received 90 points from the wine enthusiast, and our good friend Paul Greggett uh, gave us that score. Uh, you're, most people will be familiar with Paul from the Saddle Times. He does the wine column in the Saddle Times. Okay. Um, and then um, just recently we received 92 points from Wine Spectator, uh, which again is another great score for us. Uh, Harvey, um, Harvey Steinman uh, gave us that 92-point rating. Uh, so a little bit about uh, the 2006 Apex Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it is 100% uh, Cabernet. Uh, we use a three-vineyard sourcing on this. So uh, two vineyards uh, out of this are Sagemore and Willard. Uh, the heaviest sourced vineyard is Clipson. Uh, and for you wine enthusiasts out there, Clipson should ring a bell to you. Uh, it is one of the top 25 vineyards in the world to source fruit from. Uh, and it is located over in eastern Washington in our Red Mountain AVA. Um, so a great, great, solid, solid uh, cab. It is 100% new French oak fermentation. We uh, age for 22 months. Uh, and as we drink this, uh, we're going to first notice uh, the color, a nice deep ruby core, uh, which does progress into a nice deep uh, dark garnet rim. Um, the color is intense uh, and indicative to a great vintage that is marked by fruit forwardness and elegant tannins. Uh, and you will definitely notice that as we start to sip, the tannin structure on this is very mellow and soft, uh, but still sturdy enough to hold up to a steak, which is what we recommend as a food which pairing. Which is my favorite. Yeah, got to love a good steak. <laughs> uh, a nice a nice Kobe would be nice. Uh, and then uh, aromatically, <coughs> uh, this wine is complex, uh, displaying cassis. Uh, really, I'm going to bring bring this up for a second while I have you on the radio. Who, Please. Who, who eats cassis anymore? I don't it. even know what cassis it's is. It's a berry. I, I mean, I know it's. I know what yeah. it is, but I mean, it's like I've it's never so seen many it tasting anywhere. Notes and I, it cracks me up. When I think we they've stolen all of it for the wine. They did. They did. But <laughs> every time I see cassis, I'm like, really? Who uses cassis anymore? <laughs> Only fabulous uh, wine people. I- exactly. We use it. We use it as descriptive terms and tasting notes. Uh, we see some bright raspberry, uh, strawberry preserve, and vanilla spice. The vanilla spice is going to come primarily from the oak, which is really nice um, on this wine. Uh, the oak is perfectly balanced by fruit. Uh, which tastes of dark cherry, black currant, and vanilla cream. Again, the vanilla coming from the oak. Um, it is round and seamless. And right now, this wine is drinking great. Uh, the bonus to all of these Apex red wines because of the new French oak fermentation is that we, we see a longer cellar life uh, oh, okay. to these wines, which is great. So this already is, you know, it, it, 
At 92 points, this is one that's fun to yeah, like, you're gonna drink hold a few on bottles and then take six and put them away. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and we do that already here anyway in this tasting room. If anybody comes to visit, we always keep a, a current selection. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we bring in one cellar selection as well. Uh, so uh, like you'll, you'll always get to kind of taste back to back. Well, and I have to say, um, my husband and I both drink wine, and his, his catchphrase is, there's two kinds of wine, there's good wine and there's bad wine. That's right. Um, but typically, he and I have a very um, opposite approach to wine, uh, as far as what we like, our flavors that we like. And this is a cab that both of us really enjoy. So it's interesting that the notes are such that they intertwine in a way that it catches both of us. So if you have a, a spouse or a significant other and, and you both like different kinds of cabs, I think this would be a great one to come in and try that you may very well both like because we are really like at opposite ends, it seems like. <laughs> so, And Kayla, I know that we have you in here visiting again. I'm very excited. You had a chance to try it. And I love asking the different demographics because you you know, you're quite a bit younger than I am, so you have a different like track on life and how you guys look at it and drink wines. So I love hearing you guys' opinion too. I'm I'm a it's on big wine fan. Um and what I like about this cab in particular is it's kinda of thoughtless. Um there's nothing about it that's intimidating. It's Oh I like that word thoughtless. That's a good one. Thoughtless. I mean you don't you have to pair it with anything if you don't want to. You can just kinda of sit back and share the bottle with someone or just enjoy it. It's it's not too big. It has a great body structure and um, overall great taste, great price point, too. Oh, yes. What's the price point on this? Oh, price point on this is 30 uh, is what we retail, which is still nice. a great price, uh, especially for that uh, for that score of a wine here in Washington Oh, and while we're, while we're talking about price and stuff, I know mm-hmm. you guys have a wine club. What do. benefits do people get if they join your wine club? Oh, good old wine club, <laughs> yes. Uh, so wine club for us means uh, that you're going to receive automatic shipments, uh, and we do it twice a year. So we do an April shipment and an October shipment. Uh, we have three different levels to choose from, uh, which are three different price points to fit uh, anybody's budget, which is really nice. Uh, and and with that, some of the benefits you receive, uh, you get bottle discounts automatically. It is free to join. So, you know, if, if you join before, after, or during, uh, your, your benefits and discounts start immediately. Um, you get bottle discounts, case discounts, which is great to help you stock up and um, uh, stock up your cellar if you're trying to do that. Wonderful. Uh, we also have uh, great uh, parties for wine club members as well. So uh, yes, fact, I got to attend. Don't forget did. the wine you, club pickup party. That's right. Yes. We have a wine club pickup party, and we have mostly locals, which is nice. So not only do we try to encourage folks to come in and pick their wine up, to, but to also be social uh, while they're here, which is nice. And you got to experience that. Uh, yeah, that firsthand, was. I liked it. Uh, I love nice. your room back there. Yeah, the for special room. events back there. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Very a nice cool. spread. Uh, you know, another great benefit is we offer uh, for wine club members you get a free private tasting with cheese plate um, once a year, which is really oh, nice. nice. So you get some nice dedicated attention by us. Uh, we also offer, and this is uh, kind of a nice side benefit note. and side note for folks, uh, because we have a great connection with our Walla Walla and Prosser areas uh, of the state. Uh, we also offer a full concierge service. Uh, we are able to get you know discount and corporate rates at B&Bs and hotels in both oh, those I areas. Love it. Uh, we mm-hmm. will you know we'll we'll plan out and map out your your tasting for you if you go in that area, uh, and we'll also set up your dinner reservations as well. Well, I had the um, luxury of checking out your wine tasting room over in Prosser too, and fabulous space just like here. So mm-hmm. if you're in Prosser, if you're over here, definitely check them both out. I love it. And it sounds like we're in the works, but it sounds like we may be here once a month. So our listeners will have, know, 
you know, like on the third Monday of the month, that this is will be here, that we will be here, and they'll know, hey, we can catch them there. So. That's right, and they can okay. visit you, and guess what? And it's enjoy always happy hour. It's always happy hour. <laughs> always. <laughs> we love it. Well, thank you, Sean. We're going to have you back, I think, in just a little bit. I think so, yeah. Possibly yeah. for the for the second tasting. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, Kayla, we're very excited to have you on the show today. Thank We've, you. Um, we had you. You used to be the um, tasting manager here until Fabulous Sean took over. And uh, you have moved on to do some fun new things. And you get to tell us about one of those, which fits right into the wine thing. Yes. Um, one thing that we are starting new, um, kind of a new niche in the product parties, is launching some in-home wine parties. So instead of having to travel all the way to Prosser or Walla Walla or even Woodenville, yeah, you can have me or one of our Precept Wine Ambassadors come in and do an in-home um, wine tasting so you can do a live tasting within your home. I love it. So now Precept, when you say that, how many brands does that span? So we have over 50 wine brands. Oh, my God. That's um, cool. We have seven different tasting rooms, so Apex and Prosser, um, Waterbrook and Walla Walla, um, Sawtooth in Idaho, obviously Apex, Alderidge, and Woodville. And with all of our brands, we obviously tend to focus on some of our core brands. But we also have the luxury to use and market some of our other brands as well, which kind of is the concept of the wine party. You're, you can bring in 12 different wines from Oregon, Washington, and actually Australia as well. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's exciting. And today on the show, anybody who listens to the show, you are giving them a free in-home wine party. So tell us what's that, what is that going to entail? So basically with the wine party, it's about a $400 value. Um, the first wine party that we launched, we had an assortment of some of our sparkling wines, some of our sweet wines, some of our big reds, some of our lighter Pinot Noirs, um, our Sauve Blanc, our Apex Sauve Blanc that we'll taste in a few minutes. That's yummy. <laughs> um, our Riesling, our Willowcrest Riesling, which is amazing. So really it's a $400 value of sample wines that you can sample with. It's a great girl night get-together if you want to just grab some girlfriends. It's a great date idea if you want to get the husbands involved that need to learn a little more about wine. I think that's a cool idea because typically when you have couples, one knows a whole lot or one knows more significantly than the other. Mm -hmm. So to to bring it into the home where they're more comfortable. Definitely. I think it allows people to feel more comfortable to ask questions, to learn about the wine and actually just kind of feel kind of comfy with your girlfriends too if you don't feel intimidated. About how many people would that be able to, if you were scheduling something like this? It works really well with a group about, you know, at the at the least like six people just to kind of, you know, you always want to have a kind of a group with you. Right. But I wouldn't say more than more than 15 would be kind of a lot because okay. you want enough time or enough one-on-one and have it be kind of a group setting so everyone kind of learns and it kind of goes as a flow. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, it's I a really it. fun concept. Obviously, all guests um, that evening receive 10% off retail pricing. So no matter where you find the wine, um, you'll get a discount that night. Wonderful. And then the host... Um, we'll also, depending on wine sales, we'll get more of a discount. Oh, I love it. And we're working up. So we also offer, um, obviously, there's a ton of different wines, a cheese a cheese pairing. So if you wanted to kind of learn what cheeses go with what wines and get well, a little more Well, that's really nice to know there. during the summertime. Yeah. Like for little parties and stuff to, to be the one who shows up with the wine and the cheese and when, mm-hmm. when you flavor them together. I went to wine dinners and shot wine dinners this year with uh, the winemakers, some of them. And I was amazed. Um, they started putting two different wines with different courses and how each wine played the food so differently. It was mm-hmm. like eating two different meals. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people don't realize that wine can make that much of an impact. Really, and it's a whole new element of, of learning about wine. 
is actually starting to pair it with food. It's fun. I so, love yeah, it. Yeah, no, very fun. It's been a great um it's been a great thing and we really think there's a niche for it. So we're excited to get it started. I am too. So the contest goes that you're going to want to message, text, Facebook, um, email us the keyword to be entered in the contest for the free um in home wine and that that word is percept. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're listening to the show at any time this week, we will be announcing the the winner next Monday. So you have all week to listen to the show and let us know what the the word is, the secret word is, which is precept, um, to be entered in for the um, complimentary in-home wine tasting. I think that's fabulous. Yay! I'm very excited. I'm going to put my name in that one, too. <laughs> a good reason to get girlfriends together and drink wine. Girlfriends. You know, it's also one of those things I think would be really fun to do for, like, an engagement party mm-hmm. um, to help have your family. Bridal parties. Uh, bridal parties, but for, a, like, an engagement to help your family help pick out the wines for the wedding. Mm-hmm. So idea. you could spin it off a, a bazillion ways. <laughs> yeah, no, really. It is. It's a great idea. Okay, so we're going to have you on a little bit later to tell us about something that's up and coming as part of our plan ahead section. Um, But feel free to give us your opinion on whatever it is we're talking about the rest of the show. Um, I am moving on. So this week we've got a couple of fabulous specials going on. One of our sponsors, um, Eye Candy Lash Boutique in Kirkland, has a couple of new lash gals come in. And so... We have been given the permission to extend an offer. We're doing a contest for um, a lash extension model. So if you are interested in being a lash extension model, all you need to do is Facebook, put on Facebook. You doesn't don't have to put on a back message or anything. Um, um, eye candy. And we will enter you in that drawing as well. Socially savvy food for thought. Um, With things being as fiscally hard these days and on so many people, here's a little tidbit to think about. When people deserve something the least, they probably need it the most. We have a tendency to believe that people should earn everything they get, but consider this. Sometimes the time was put in and you never saw it. Be the difference and put a smile on someone's face by acting out of the norm and fulfilling a need. Um, that came about because there's been a lot of different things going on, you know, again, with everybody being fiscally, um, with the difficulties going on. I think it was really important to start trying to remind people to look beyond what's going on. A lot of times, if you think about people when they're acting out of character, if you think of them as um, uh, maybe a Mm five-year-old, that, you know, why does a five-year-old act up is usually because they feel like there hasn't been a need that's been fulfilled and they don't have any other way of of uh, vocalizing that, they, you know, throw to a fit. Well, an adult fit has a tendency to be a little bit different. But um, whenever I see somebody out of character, I'm trying to remember to do that because I know that I have a tendency to be the same way. And I'm like, you know, it's I guess it's almost like a cry for help. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, we don't always see that. So just food for thought. Um, moving on, we are going to pop into what it is to be socially savvy, brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at sweettalkwipes.com. Um, we, let's see here. Oops, I doubled up here. I'm getting myself all confused. Just love live shows. Um, the topic is know the consequences of your actions. Um, if you have to ask somebody the question, are we okay? Then you know you're not. 
don't make excuses, just make it right. Um, had a couple of instances where this actually happened. Um, out of the blue, there'd been a relationship where somebody had um, been inconsiderate and hurt somebody and just moved on. Didn't really think about it, didn't focus on it. Um, then several months later, they come up, you know, at a, at a social gathering of all things, and come up to this individual and go, so are we okay? If you have to ask the question, you you already knew that you weren't. And that's one of those things that I have a tendency to wonder. I guess it could be considered a, a way of opening up the conversation to say, okay, you know, what did I do? How do I fix it? But I think if you if you have to answer ask the question, know that there's an issue and um, do the safe thing and go up and go, you know, if I've done something that may have hurt you or something, I want to apologize and can you clue me in on some of the details because I get this feeling. I think a lot of times we approach things from a very, um, what's the word, uh, defensive position. Mm-hmm. Instead of going Absolutely. in, going in, apologizing, knowing we've done something wrong, maybe not knowing exactly what it was. But if you're aware of what's going on around you, you should be able to tell. So just a little socially savvy you know, thought. Thought. Another socially savvy thought. <laughs> okay, now I'm moving on to the socially acceptable and unacceptable, brought to you by Kind Bars, delicious, healthy, and gluten-free snack bars. This is always one of my favorites. Me too. I know. I love pointing out mm-hmm. things we're not, that we are supposed to be doing that we're not. Um, so social topic. It is. Well, and socially, we don't always find socially acceptable things because a lot of things are considered common sense. But this one I thought would be worth talking about. It's socially acceptable to offer your time without being able to offer finances. There are a lot of charities, a lot of um, organizations that need help. And yes, everybody needs finances right now, but a lot of people feel like that they're going to be sucked in and expected to offer finances that they don't have when all they have to offer is their time. Um, but most people don't realize that time, people's time is almost harder to get than it is finances in organizations and charities. Mm-hmm. So understand that and, you know, there's going to be those people who are going to try to push the mark and, and try to get you to to fiscally volunteer. But if you can, you know, just be strong enough to say, you know, I'm this is what I can do and don't mm-hmm. be offended by it. But don't be afraid to give your time because the organizations out there need so much from the communities. Well, I think it's also valuing the time that volunteers put forth. Um, working in the tasting room for a, you know over a year and now, Sean, um, working with volunteers, there's people out there that really do want to volunteer their time just to be here, to be with customers, to be in the tasting room. And kind of just instead of... I like looking, pouring for wine. Yeah. Well, instead of looking at it like free labor, look at it as like this person wants to help us out and they truly are passionate about wine and passionate about people. Oh, yeah. And they want to be here. So I think I think volunteering is very cool, no matter what um, organization that you um, decide to volunteer for. I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. Um, so we did cover socially acceptable. We're now going into my very favorite topic, which is socially unacceptable. And typically, in any given week, I get, I don't know, one to two socially unacceptable things that come up in a day. I'm out there in the public. I'm dealing with people, seeing people. I work with Nordstrom's now quite a bit. And so you, you see a lot going on. And, and the one thing I love about Nordstrom's is that they enhance, I think, the best in culture, you know, with their customer service and, and teaching their people to give over and above. Um, 
the best customer service and treating people like they're welcome guests instead of just um, customers. But I have... Well, I'm sure you've seen some things over the last weekend with the anniversary sale. Um, anniversary sale is always interesting, and that's always a reflection on the people, not the place. I think it's more <laughs> of the people watching. Oh, yes. The people watching is always fun. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, so it is socially unacceptable to book or allow your young adults to book makeup appointments with no intention of purchasing cosmetics. I want to preface this. These services are here to help you decide on what works and what does not work, not there for you to take advantage of. I am totally cool with doing somebody's makeup if it's the first time they're coming up to a line and they want to experience it and check it out. They may not like anything, and that's cool. But you can always tell the people who come in and book because they've got a special event, they only want their makeup done, and they walk away. I understand that it's a service that's been offered, but these people are their jobs are on the line. There are there are requirements. There are um, things that they need to meet. And if you're going to come in um, and you want to try a line, I, we're okay with that. As an artist, I say we because I've done artistry as a freelance for 20 years now. But then don't push to get the 20, 30, 40 minute makeup. You know, mm -hmm. let us touch up. Let us do your eyes, your lips, and your cheeks if you're doing an event. And if you can't purchase, that's okay. But don't. Um, be that difficult demanding person because I cannot tell you how many people think that just because it's a free service that they can take up people's time. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I use this as an example because it's the service industry that I know, but with everything, I think taking advantage, it's kind of like going up to the, the wine bar, which you guys deal with all the time, and them asking for a second and a third tasting of something they have no intention of, of, of buying. Purchasing. Yeah. You know, these services are there to assist you in making a purchase. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're trying to get people to go back to that thought process. Um, I have lots of friends who come to several events a year and they'll, you know, they may not like everything. Maybe they're going to buy just a lip gloss or a lipstick and, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. But to, to go in with the intent of not buying just drives me right up a wall. <laughs> So yeah. You've heard my socially unacceptable view on that one. Um, it is socially unacceptable acceptable to ever forget to say please and thank you. Just because something is okay a hundred times, don't assume it's okay a hundred and one without asking. I think um, we become a little bit too comfortable and familiar sometimes mm -hmm. where somebody has said, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Um, if If you're in a habit of having that close relationship. Maybe you don't have to say please all the time, but always remember to say thank you so that they know that you're appreciated. Right. Uh, it is very easy to shift from being a friendly relationship to a relationship where somebody feels like they're not being taken advantage of. And if you stick to the basics of um, common courtesy, that doesn't happen. They, they'll know if you can verbalize that, that there's an appreciation there. Now, I don't always verbalize. I think a lot of us have a tendency of showing appreciation in different ways by doing things or um, different acts of service or uh, different ways of expressing it. And not everybody always has the same love language is, is the terminology. And so that's the other hard thing to remember, too. <laughs> right. And finally, it is socially unacceptable to ask leading questions to make um Ask leading questions that make people feel rude if they say no. For instance, you want to get me a glass of wine. I <laughs> I love this. Sean's like, well, yes, I would. I would love to get you a glass of wine. Um, I've had several friends who are very um, generous souls, and they have a, the typical 
uh, always offering, and people started taking advantage of them by well, now when they come in, instead of waiting for the offer, they make the offer for them. Well, you want to, you're going to go get me a glass of wine, right? I mean, are they going to say no? Or are you going to turn this really nice person into a rude person by putting them on the spot? No, don't do that. Don't ask leading questions. Ask questions that allow them to say no or allow them um, to be polite. I mean, it's, it's not fair to put somebody in a bad position like that. So, Anybody have a socially stupid moment for the week? Anybody Ooh. see something totally socially stupid that you would just love to rank and talk about? I would love to chat about this. This happened to me last week. Oh, yay, right please, here. please. I love this. Um, so I guess I, I'd, like, I'd like to put the announcement out there of, and I think it just will be a good follow-up to what you were just saying about being appreciative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's important for us in, in this day and age to remember and recognize when someone is trying to be helpful to you. Um, I I think, you know, some people have a really good um, awareness of when people are frustrated or need help, and they try to step in to help and offer that kind of, you know, help and support, uh, even if it's a total stranger. And I think it's important uh, for for those people who need the help or if someone is trying to help them to recognize that um, and not take those continued frustrations out on the person that is trying to help them. Um, I've seen that happen quite often these days. Um, and I know we live in a city that we don't see very much sun and, you know. There's not tons of excuses and some oh, of them totally. very valid. Absolutely. And we all have a bad day. Uh, but I think if someone's making that effort to help you, you know, recognize that. And and that's another great example of, being you know, aware. being aware and you get to say thank you. And yeah. uh, it's the little things that will make your day um, and make someone else's day, too. Well, sure. and it's funny because there it was a phrase that we used to use uh, and I really think it does depend on the, maybe it depends on the person as well as the circumstance, but help is typically, um, there There was the phrase, is help offered or is help asked for? And when help is asked for, you, you know what the need is and you know how to help. If help is offered before it's asked for, I think that's where you run into a lot of, like what you're saying, um, you don't quite know how they need help, or maybe they don't recognize that they need help, and now you're dealing with something that's a little stickier um, and more abrasive a lot of times because if somebody hasn't asked for the help and they don't recognize they need the help, they're kind of sinking. So, you know, they're not breathing real well at this point. (laughs) Makes for tricky conversation. Okay, I am very excited. We are going to be doing our second wine tasting since Sean is sitting here with us. Yeah, I'm here. I'm very excited. We get to try um, a white. And we did this a little backwards, which I have no, to say. No, that's all right. I have to say I loved it. But <laughs> <laughs> so the next one uh, the next one that we're going to feature here uh, is actually our, our secondary label that we carry at Apex, and it's called Apex Ascent. Uh, for those of you marketing geniuses out there, it's our Ascent. secondary label because Ooh. you ascend to the Apex. Um, so Ooh. these are made in a little bit larger quantity than just our normal Apex seller labels. Um, and you will find these readily available in your marketplace. Am I able to say where you can find these wines besides here in the tasting room? Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Please, so you're going to find our these listeners, wines. Our listeners like to know all the options. Perfect. <laughs> so run to your closest QFC and Fred Meyer is where you're going to find these Apex Ascent. Uh, but, of course, first and foremost, I would I highly recommend you coming to Woodenville and visiting us here to taste them as well. Um so the 2009 Apex Ascent Sauvignon Blanc uh, is the white that we are getting ready to taste. And again, this is, has a, a C, uh, also received some really nice acclaim uh, by Paul Greggett again. Uh, so we just received 90 points by the wine enthusiast as well as um, 
uh, 90 points in the best buy category. Your so, wines have been performing at very, very high levels. Yeah, very It has been about very that. exciting to be a part of it. And, you know, it's been fun because you guys have been a part of Socially Savvy from when we first aired. And mm-hmm. to watch you grow while we are growing has been yeah. so much fun. It's been fab. So the retail on this, uh, which you should be able to find out in the marketplace, anywhere from 9.99 uh, up to $12. We retail this in our tasting room for $12 a bottle. Um, and Paul says that this uh, has some nice grapefruit and gooseberry scents, um, which mark this as a New Zealand-style Sauvignon Blanc. So, uh, And that's typically, you know, that is the, the style that we also say that this is Cater in. Too. Yeah, it's not it's not that Bordeaux-style Sauvignon Blanc. It is more of a New Zealand-style. So and a lot of people it. point it out in the tasting room, oh, too. Yeah. They say that it, it tastes more like a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc than in anything. Right. So, so what does that mean to somebody like me? I mean, I've had New Zealand wines, and to me, my first thought is that that's a lighter, fresher version. Is yeah, that kind of it's, citrusy? It's more citrus, more fruitful. Uh, okay. In the nose, more especially. tropical kind of. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. Uh, okay. Good, good use of word tropic there. Um, you know, and it's more on the nose that you smell that. Uh, more a Bordeaux-driven Sauvignon Blanc is going to be a little more petrol, and I know that's a funny word to use, but I always think, uh, I always think of oil. Uh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> for, it's very mineralistic, is what we're looking at. So the the petrol effect that you'll get sometimes on a on a New Z or a, I'm sorry, a Bordeaux-driven Sauvignon Blanc is think of uh, rain on hot pavement. Oh, that minerality mm, okay. that comes out of uh, out of that scent that you smell naturally out there. You also get a little bit of that minerality. Um, in a Bordeaux style. So we don't really see that here too much uh, in our Sauvignon Blanc. It is very food-friendly. A uh, little, little brighter acidity in this, so very food-friendly for that regard. So, uh, you know, I tell people pork is great with this because you get that nice fatty quality uh, on the palate, and the, the brightly acidic nature of the Sauvignon Blanc will help cut through that. Also really good with fresh fruit and, and summer salads now that we're... I was going to say barbecue, side in, summer salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pasta mm-hmm. salad for sure, so absolutely. like your first wine, when you first walk in, absolutely. you drop the fruit and the veggies, and yep. before the barbecue has hit yep. the plate. Always start with Either a fruit salad, salad or, you know, yeah. you know, pasta salad be great. We do a lot of, uh, you know, pasta salads this time of year. Um, and so this is a great, great pairing with that as well. Um, and uh, what else can I say? You know, when you try this, I, I'm going to let people know... Uh, a lot of people smell this and think, oh, it's it's sweet. It's a sweet wine, and it's not a sweet wine. Not when you taste it. No. Yeah. So what you smell is... It has sweet notes to it, but it's not... Right. And on the palate, it will touch the, the, the front of the tongue, which is right. more of your tart, kind of sweet sensory. Um, but it, it it has a very nice dry finish to it. I like it. So this is less than half percent residual sugar. Uh, again, 90 points on a Best Buy by Wine Enthusiast, which gives a nice score and grade for us here uh, at Apex Cellars. Awesome. So please come in and give it a try. We, uh, the actually the cab and the Sauvignon Blanc, uh, we offer every single day um, uh, for happy hour. For tasting, and, yeah, for tasting and for happy hour. Awesome. So if you even want a glass, uh, happy hour for us uh, is five dollars a glass, which is uh, nice. Lovely in a have, lovely view. Yeah, lovely view on a nice day like today. We also it's have cheese plates available. It's a perfect wine for today. It is it really a perfect, is. It's a perfect patio yeah. wine. It's yeah. a huge fan of my household of girlfriends and. It's always the one I bring to barbecues. Or I know, I just stole the bottle outside. and pouring myself Great. a little bit more. <laughs> and even better, it does have a screw cap, so this will last oh, yes. a, a long time for you. It's uh, just really fresh. It's clean. Again, thoughtless. And like open fun. it and you can well, really pair it with anything. And one of the things I want to suggest, um, you know, for to be socially savvy and unique when you're doing a barbecue, you know, when it comes to dinners, we have a uh, tendency to wine pair where we will serve the wine that goes with the food. But on a barbecue, we have a tendency to set everything out. Um, your next barbecue, 
try pairing your wines. So put out your fruits and vegetables first and put out the white wines and leave the reds and start and, and bring out the foods. Have everybody drop the foods in the kitchen and then you as a host bring out the foods and pair them with the wines and handle your barbecue that way and give it a different little twist, a little bit more fun. Another great way to do that too since we we do get into that habit of if we have a large barbecue and we have to set everything out. Yes. Think of think of stations. That's another great As thing say, that yeah. we do here. Think of think of food. Wine stations. with the food yep. on each station so, so that you hit idea. it. Yep. So put that your, could be a lot of you know, fun. Your fruits mm-hmm. and your salads on one station and make sure all the white wine that goes with that is there. Oh, I love that. And then have that. all your burgers, hot dogs, steaks, and another station have all your red wine. Okay, Sean, you're on every month when we because that oh, rocks. I'm like a big that. beer guy too. I know we're sitting yeah. in the tasting room, okay, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts on what uh, you would drink with just at a pair. on beer. Yeah. Oh. Like can I, I, can, I, can I tell people my tagline? Of yeah. course. I sell wine and I drink beer. Oh. But I like wine, too. But I've yeah. seen you drink a lot of wine. <laughs> I, yes, I have drank a lot of wine. I think the last Socially Savvy, though, when we all kicked back, I think I went in the back and grabbed a beer. A beer? I did. Well, we yeah. did do, we did um, do with Merch Devan. Um, we did. Are you inviting me to a beer tasting? I actually tasted my first beer since I was 12 years old because I don't like beer. Wow. It was a malt beverage. It was a raspberry beer. Okay. And Merch Devan did a fabulous job of, of re-introducing um, me to malt beverages. Okay. So I... Depends on how they're made and... Oh, these you just were... Gotta find, you got to find the one that's right for you. Yeah, I and these were sure. really... Um, you know, for me, I like things that are a little bit more refined on the back end. Right. And uh, I was really surprised. So I'm going to be, we're going to be talking to them and hopefully have them back on the show because they have a great approach to everything and they have a plethora of different um, flavors to try. Okay. And they're from all over the world. So Perfect. it was very fun. Well, I'll let you know about that yeah. one because so I think you would be what, good with tasting. my beer... Yeah, right beer now. Flavor if you choice. were coming to a barbecue and you were serving your salad station and then your your steaks and burgers, what beer would you bring? So, you know, I'm more partial to the dark beer, of course. Uh, and, you know, right now I, I currently live in Monroe, so I have the, the Two Rivers Brewery over there in hmm. Monroe. Oh, nice. Uh, which is nice. Convenient. And, and hopefully they're listening to me right now. Adam's Northwest Bistro is over there. He does serve those, which is nice. So maybe he'll hear this and be happy hmm. uh, that I'm plugging that a little bit. But uh, they have a great Imperial Stout. So nope. usually for steaks, uh, steaks and burgers, I like to stick to the darker beer, uh, heavier, heavier red meat. Uh, for oh, me. I like that. It's just, you know, sometimes if you get if you get a nice uh, stout or um, or porter, even uh, the malty and saltiness to it uh, goes well with the red meat, which okay. is nice. Okay, so I love the way this conversation went because I think it's really we don't. I love the whole idea of the stations, mm-hmm. and I think that's a cool idea to put beers and wines yeah. at the different mm-hmm. stations so Stick people. dark. So that well, people can really enjoy the enhanced taste. To have a, a dark beer with a burger because of yeah. burgers filling. And, and you get that charred effect anyway from the barbecue. Yeah. So it just goes really well with that wow. almost charred effect of, of okay, I'm a darker dumbstruck. beer. I love yeah. this. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to plug my favorite Walla Walla brewery. There is a brewery in Walla Walla, Washington. It's called Latin Upper. Uh, and and I think if if you like beer out there, definitely go look them up on the website. It's uh, Lat L A H T Nepper N E P U R, and they make all their own microbrews right in Walla Walla. Uh, my favorite summertime beer from them is called uh, Strawberry Cream Ale. Wow! Uh, and it is absolutely delicious. It's very light. It's similar to a Hefeweizen. Uh, it does have a slight pink quality to it, and you get this. It it really kind of has an essence of strawberry cream to it. So whichever malts and hops and barleys they use, they do it just right. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that is great. Uh, stick to your Hefeweizen. Stick to your citrus-based beverages, uh, you know, with a little brighter acidity on a beer if you're going to stick, again, to those salads. 
um, you know, salads, pasta salads and whatnot. Oh, I love it. Um, just because those beers already have a natural acidity to them. Uh, if you go, you know, you go into a bar, you get a blue moon, what are they going to do? They're going to put in a big piece of orange. I was going to say right. orange or lime. Right. If you, go, if you get yeah. a Widmer Hefeweizen, they're going to throw a piece of lemon in there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those already are start with a nice bright acidity. So, that, again, so they're you, perfect yeah, you want to think if you're, if you're doing anything fatty on the palate, uh, pork chops are another great pairing with oh, a, really? with a with a brighter acidity beer. So if you you know do have you are just so wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Hey, you know, you well, here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a big boy and I like to eat. <laughs> so I know my <laughs> well, food you know, and this well. is this is the whole thing. You know, about being socially savvy. When you're social, you want to be unique. You want to be um, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so when you do social events, you want them to be fun and not just the same old thing. So I love, I love all the ideas. I love all the information. Well, I think it was cool. We had a winemaker dinner, which we have one coming up mm-hmm. in oh, August yes. here. We're going to be but talking about that. But our last one, we actually, Sean and I went and it was with Lola and we brought our releasing wine and we sat down and kind of paired it with the wine and Sean was really the, the mastermind behind it. He was the one kind love of it. teaching me. But um, that's what's cool about winemaker dinners, really. I mean, they might be expensive or on a Wednesday or Tuesday, but you can really learn a ton about food and wine. Oh, well, like we were talking about before, I think before the show, um, I've done and shot a couple of winemaker's dinners, and they put two different wines from two different winemakers in front of it, and you're eating this dinner or this this um, plate that's been put in front of you. It's usually, you know, five to seven um, different – what's the word I'm looking for? Okay, I just kind of went – not different options. Um, courses. That's the mm. word I'm looking for. Courses. Five to seven different courses. And each one of these, um, they were putting two wines. And so for each course, it was like eating two courses because the the wines would kick off such, I mean, they did such an amazing job where I ate one plate, and I'll never forget it. I, I need to remember what it was I was eating. But with one wine, it was spicy and invigorating. With the other one, it was it was. Um, tantalizing and tasteful. It was amazing how, yeah, how different it was. I think a lot of people don't realize just what a difference a wine can make. The wrong wine, most people won't recognize. The right wine, everybody will be dumbstruck and they'll they'll rave about your mm-hmm. food. You will all of a sudden have the best steak because it was paired with the perfect wine or perfect beer. Yeah. I totally agree. What was our favorite what was our favorite thing? At the wine Oh my god! I think it was for me. It was the fig and halloumi cheese skewers. I like the octopus salad. Was uh, it the salad? That was yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. good. It was light, and I think we paired that with our apex um, chardonnay. We did with the chardonnay, yeah. Say now, since we're talking about this, because we are going to be going into what went on last week, what's coming up. Um, let's just, I'll go back to what went on last week, but tell me about this winemaker's dinner that's coming up because it's a perfect opportunity to get some great ideas for the rest of the summer for barbecues, um, dinner parties, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, let's actually, Sean can chat a little bit about our block party. Yep. We also, we have that coming up, and we have mm-hmm. some um, Tom, Tom Douglas demos that are going to be out Oh, weekend, yes. so they'll be demoing yep. some barbecue rubs. So that, okay, yes. Yep. So I think that'll be perfect. Keep going with the barbecue thing. So that's okay. really exciting. So that'll be this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're the, the Hollywood second annual Hollywood Hill Summer Block Party. Uh, tickets are available right now on Seattle Perks. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you visit Seattle Perks, you can uh, uh-huh. actually get a half-price ticket for Sunday, which is nice. Wonderful. Um, and we will have live music. There'll be live music vendor, food vendors here all week. Uh, you'll be able to taste the wineries just within our strip. So wineries just within our strip are Apex at Alder Ridge, uh, Goose Ridge Estate Wines, uh, Cannon Day Soul, 
and airfield estates, as well as village wines down at the very end. Oh, wonderful. Um, so we'll all be pouring wines. We'll all have live music and entertainment all weekend, and um, either live food vendors nearby uh, are serving our own live uh, our food as well. As well. Uh, yes, because you have wines, a wonderful selection of cheeses and mm-hmm. meats and... Uh, oh my gosh, we yeah. had a plate tonight, and one of the things we do—we're <laughs> so funny—we do on-air tastings of food too, as we've done on past shows. Are you going to invite me to those? Um, well, I want to talk about your your fig. This is a fig, the fig jelly. The fig jam. Fig mm-hmm. jam is ridiculously yeah. good with um, cheeses. But my favorite—I have to tell you—I would never have tasted brie if it hadn't been for, for your the fig, fig jam. That's yep. right. And yeah. that was at the winemaker, or no? So that, that was, was at the pickup pick party. party. That yeah. was at the pick. Pa- exactly, yeah. it was at the pickup party. So, anytime you can go into any of these wine events, you're sure to taste or experience something new that you never have before. And that's what I think is that's so. Right. You even told me that. I, I was you amazed. You said I hate figs, but that was. You're like, what's that jam on there? I'm what like, is that? Fig jam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you took you took particular pride in letting me know uh-huh. what it was. Fig jam. <laughs> and so the the upcoming the big upcoming event beyond this weekend is definitely the the winemaker open house. So that is our version of a winemaker dinner. Okay. Uh, here at Apex at Alder Ridge, you know, yes, we could have a formal sit down dinner. Again, we try to encourage uh, an environment of you know socialism. Not fun and socializing. Wait, wrong, no, wrong word. Not socialism. Yeah. Socializing. There we go. Uh, so we, you know, we want people to be social. Uh, the winemaker Peter Devison will be here uh, to talk about the wines, which is great. Uh, so, um, what are we that, releasing? Uh, we are going to be releasing the 2010. Apex Sauvignon Blanc, uh, which is great. It's very similar to this 2009, so brand new release of a new Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, We're getting down to the end of vintage for 2009. Uh, And then we're tasting, uh, we're going to release two tasting room exclusive wines under our Apex at Alder Ridge label. We're going to release Sangiovese uh, and also a Malbec as well. So So when is this event going to happen? It's going to be August 5th from 7 to 10. Okay. Uh, Tickets will be available uh, for pre-purchase starting uh, end of this week. Um, and general admission will be 35 a ticket, and uh, appetizers will be provided by uh, Ristorante Italianissimo. Oh, they're here fun! In I like them. Yeah. So, uh, like the Italian theme. Yep, nice Love Italian it. theme, uh, which will be good. So we have some great, uh, great courses planned for that evening. We're going to have food pairing stations, of course, uh, and then light bites as well. Um, cheeses and crackers and whatnot. So that'll be exciting. I love it. I'm gonna. Well, I will definitely be popping in for the block party. I Mm -hmm. um, now have the ability to do live podcasts when I'm not broadcasting the show. So we will try to maybe record one of the rubs when he's talking about the rubs and get it on and talk about that and also hit the winemakers. I want to say either they're doing skirt steak. It's going to be some steak. So if you oh, like the red steak. meat, come on down. Well, we yes. carry all the products. Um, I know we were rubs. looking at all your rubs. You have like what four or five over there? On There's the barrel? so many different flavors. I mean, Brooke, our director, just killed it in terms of getting some really cool merchandise in. And I used the salmon rub the other night, which is we barbecued. It was super good. So I have to say one thing. You know, I mean, this show has really been predominantly, truly about this venue, which isn't typical of a socially savvy show. But I want the listeners to understand this particular venue that we're in, this particular tasting room. Yes, it has wine, but you have cheeses. You have Izzy in the refrigerator. You have meats that you, they compare them with. You have crackers. You have rubs. You have barbecue sauces. Um, I mean, you have spices. You have all these things that really you can help the the customers when they come in to buy their wines to give them something else to take home to adapt with the food and make it a full-blown experience, not just about the wine. Because when we think about it, 
drinking wine isn't ever just about the wine. It's truly become what you're pairing it with mm-hmm. that makes you stand out and be unique. And when you plan out those foods and you plan and you pair them properly, it just makes you look like a superstar, like you've been working for a five-star restaurant. And that's what we do here. So if anybody, we encourage you to come in. If you have questions, uh, you know, we will always try our best to lead you in the right direction and, and give you some great advice and opinions of, you know, what we've even tried personally because, you know, myself and my staff take these wines home and we cook with them at home. Uh, we, you know, eat dinner with our wines My 12-year-old started cooking. The first white wine he ever cooked with was um, your Savon Blanc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was supposed to reduce that chocolate shop down. We haven't had a chance. We're okay. going to. I still have some of it. Okay. <laughs> my, I usually use... I'll usually make a, a red wine shallot sauce for my steak. With the we're going to reduce it down, well. and we're going to put it over ice cream. Yeah, you're I making think that me would hungry. I know, I'm hungry. His birthday's in August, so I'll bring him in, okay. and we'll tell you what we've done with yeah. it. But, yes, we've focused his whole – his birthdays have always been and, – and, and I want to say this to other people. A lot of people have kids who like to cook, and cooking with wine, th- there's no alcohol left when you're done cooking right. with as it, and you, you reduce it, it down. down. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's for from a kid's point of view, it's a great introduction into – you know, uh, an alcohol and taking the mystery out of it and making a practical application out of it, especially if they love to cook. Uh, my 12-year-old, he's going to be 13 in August, and he loves cooking with, he, he looks at wine as a spice now, as something that's going to enhance the flavors of the food. So. And, you know, a lot of people forget, too, you, you need to deglaze a pan. Wine is the best way to do it. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I how mean, do you do that? Okay, um, I, I, so, I you cook a, so you cook a steak <laughs> in a pan, Yeah. and you have all those good little bits in there. You want to deglaze it, so you just add some red wine and scrape all the little bits <gasps> at the bottom, and oh. that's where you start to get those savory sauces. Reduce that down. A little bit of shallot, a little bit of garlic in there. Ooh, I um, like that. I usually will slice up mushroom, fresh mushroom as well. Love Throw mushroom. It in there. Yeah. Let those reduce in there and soften up as well. Uh, and then I usually finish it off with some heavy whipping cream. Give it some. I'm so listening to this cream. show later yeah. and writing this recipe down. Yeah. Oh, I'll just give you the recipe. Uh, it's it's actually better to watch someone do it once you get it. But oh, so do yeah. I need to have you out at my house? Yeah, tomorrow? I'll come out. Okay. You, you just live south of me a little bit. Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, I am going to go into the what went on last week and then um, finish up with what's coming up. And thank you so much, Sean, for being a part of it. And have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you soon. Thank you, Sean. (laughs) He's, like, already running out the door. He's all excited. It's sunshiny out. He's going to hit it. Um, What went on? Socially, the Duchess Report, actually, brought to you by Cascade Ice, two-calorie, sugar-free flavored sparkling water. And um, we are going to be starting off with what went on last week which is brought to you by Pop Chips Never Fried, Never Baked, Think Popped. Um, I had the luxury of being a sponsor for the second annual Zip Fizz Tournament, Golf Tournament Friday, um, the 15th at Echo Falls. It was to benefit the Boys and Girls Club. And I don't know, a lot of people don't realize what an impact the Boys and Girls Club can be for children. Um, We have 13 of them that the funds from this went to support and they had a group of kids from the Kirkland uh, Boys and Girls Club. So I had my podcast there and we did some interviews with the kids, did some interviews. They had a football player from the Bronx um, who had a Super Bowl ring on. They had one from the Steelers 
They were both there to play and to support the organization. And then we had Ian from um, Q13 that we got a chance to interview. So there will be a special podcast, Socially Savvy Show, that will be a mix of these different podcasts. It will be a little bit rough because it's going to be my first launch of something like that. But um, it was really great to hear why they were there, why they chose Boys and Girls Club to support. And a lot of them had been a part of the Boys and Girls Club when they were younger, uh, and it became a launching ground for their um, confidence, for their t- taking them from being in a position to being mentored to mentoring and um, becoming successful and then going full circle and coming back around to start the circle again with somebody else and help them and, and encourage them. Um, great, great job by um, Ashley over at um, ZipFizz. She put on, this is her second time, I think, putting it on, around the whole event, uh, a lot, a lot of fun, and we were really happy to be a part of it. We're looking forward to sponsoring next year. We're already talking about that. But um, I want to really encourage people that in every organization, in every type of fundraising, there are events that will fit into your lifestyle. There's golf events, there's wine tasting events, there's um, dinners, there's gala events. There are so many fundraising events. And um, keep an eye out because Socially Savvy is in the process of bringing you all of those events so that in the next year, every single charity event will be sold out because I can't tell you how many times I go and shoot an event and put the post, the pictures up on Facebook and people go, oh, if I had known that looked like it was so fun, I would have gone. I'm thinking, but these are the events you need to go to. You don't need to necessarily the openings of a restaurant because it's going to be there forever, but these charity events need our time. They need our funds. And if we're going to party, we might as well party with a cause. So we're going to be bringing you, we've always done about 60 to 75% of our events have been charity events. Um, We're going to have a calendar that will be 100% charity events. So if you're looking for fun with friends, you're going to be able to go to that calendar and know what's coming up and be able to go to them. So we really want to encourage people to have fun, but um, support what's important to you, whether it be dogs, animals, kids, the elderly, cancer. There's so many great causes out there. So um, keep an eye out. We'll have it out there for you. Perfect. Um, Thursday, for those of you who love beauty and makeup, um, this weekend we had NARS had um, one of the their celebrity makeup artists, um, Janice, and one of our listeners who is here tonight. She got the benefit of playing with the NARS makeup and having a, um, a makeup stylist who has done Kim Kardashian, Carmen Electra's American Idol winner, um, Fantasia, done all these people's makeup, done wow. runway makeup, um, red carpet. Uh, it was a whole lot of fun, and I really decided I wanted to start talking, and we're going to be featuring one to two of these events a month because it's really hard when you are a Nordstrom's customer or a Macy's customer or Neiman's, you get phone calls all the time. We've got this makeup. We've got a national team. It's hard to tell. You have to make choices. It's hard to tell, okay, which events are we going to go to? What ones are worth going to? Um, my My... Key tips to you are uh, anybody who's done runway or red carpet, um, particularly red carpet, and if they've had their hands on any um, um, high-profile person, those are the ones where you really want to get in because they, not only do they have tips and tricks, but they've actually worked with some of the most difficult people out there. And I don't mean to say that rudely, but when you have a persona and you have a, a certain um, image that you need to maintain, you have a lot of criteria. When somebody sits down to do your makeup, it's like 
I mean, it's difficult because you have to make sure that you're what you're doing is you're giving them new information and new tips, but still maintaining their persona and what they're trying to represent. So um, when it comes to trying to pick out events, look for those ones, something that you're getting a fantastic service. Um, I know Christian Dior has one coming up next week where it's a $500 um, service that they're offering. They're, it's $50, and if you um, buy skincare, that $50 gets applied to skincare. So that's another uh, fabulous event that is going to benefit you. Uh, so, with that said, we are going to go into coming up this week, brought to you by um, iCandy Lash Boutique. This week's special is call in and ask them for the intern special and get a full set of lashes for 100 or a fill for 50 Oh, I've always wanted to do the lashes. I have to tell you. I haven't quite pulled the trigger on them. I've had lashes since um, my birthday in September, and I absolutely love them. I don't feel them. I don't have to put mascara on. And anybody who has allergies understands if you don't have to wear mascara. Okay, I know the guys are getting really bored with this, but you have no idea when your eyes are watering and itchy and, oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So definitely no, it check It sounds out. fantastic. The upkeep on them, though, how often do you have to go in? Everybody's growth is a little bit different. Typically, um, uh, water has a tendency to break it down, so you want to be a little bit protective of them, but it can be anywhere from two to three weeks in between okay. fills. So. Um, mm. I particularly love them. If you're interested, uh, check out Eye Candy Lash Boutique in Kirkland. Okay. They are on our um, Facebook, so you can click the link to find out more. Tuesday, July 19th from 5 to 9 p.m., our very own Chick Chat um, is going to be at um, Obadiah Salon, um, 10500 Northeast 8th Street, Suite 214 in Bellevue. You won't want to miss this fun Pampering Girls Night Out um, Spa Soiree at Obadai. Your tickets are $32, and for this greatness, you get to choose one free mini spa service. Um, you have to email prior to service, so you'll want to go to the Facebook and click on the link. You have um, sugaring blowouts, hairstyling, wink lashes, um, a plethora of things to choose from. So check it out and get yourself registered. And then what's coming up is um, to plan ahead. Chateau Saint-Michel Concert Series is still up and running. This month, not yet sold out, are Sarah McLaughlin's Wednesday, July 20th, and Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers on July 30th. So um, go to saintmichel.com events and check out the concerts. Uh, Apex, again, summer block party, Saturday and Sunday, July 23rd and 24th, is definitely going to be a fun event to go to. You'll be able to check out some of the wineries, some of the great rubs that they have here, the cheese and crackers. Uh, check out the place. I have to say that Apex is a great place to do a special event, so come and fun and check it out. For all of our socially savvy fans, be sure to like us on Facebook to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our secret sponsors. Um, and also we want to thank our sponsors tonight, Apex at Alder Ridge. Diana's Delights, Clarisonic, Don, Daniel's Broiler, Bellevue, which one of our listeners tonight will be getting a certificate for, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, um, Golaza Energy Drinks, Sweet Talk Wipes, Zip Fizz, Eye Candy, Lush Boutique, and Cascade Ice, as well as Fuse. Thanks for um, spending your summer Monday with us, and we look forward to talking with you next week. Bye. <laughs>